0: Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain Wedding, with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mountain Wedding Talk. We're so happy you're here. It is June. Can you believe it? It is June. This is like a crazy, crazy time for us. Ah, but Erica hi we just have so much to talk about <laughs> and this is really an exciting topic that i had a few ahas and um you know you would think i'm planning all these weddings in the mountains but i take everything for granted so it's nice to talk about the what the do's and don'ts
1: the do's and don'ts of planning a destination mountain wedding nice
0: i've yet to get a microphone your sound looks so
1: much better. <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm, I'm, I'm having way too much fun with, with technology today. Okay. So as we all know, when you plan to have a destination wedding, it's super exciting and you want to create this memorable experience that your guests and you will, will cherish for a lifetime. Sound like a hallmark. Hard. i love it so you you know obviously you want to eliminate as many hiccups as possible so we're going to go over some essential do's and don'ts now this is not a complete list but you know it, it's it's yeah. what we came up with so the first one is to do research on your chosen mountain destination um you know consider Accessibility, weather conditions, uh, local local regulations, and amenities. You'll want to familiarize yourself with, you know, what's going on in the area, what kind of activities people can go. Um, This is kind of a big one because when you pick a venue, see where the hotels are because like oh my
0: gosh, yes
1: there's you can have a venue and then there's a hotel like you know an hour away um a big one is what is it is it not is it it's not deer lodge deer lodge an anaconda area in montana like wow
0: that is quite a distance
1: you know you're gonna you're gonna travel an hour to 45 minutes between the hotel and so that's just something to kind of think of um You know, if you're like unless you're gonna do like camping on site, which again you have to see if they allow that. But I mean
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, and you you've done quite a bit of research for your couples out there. So gosh, yeah. You know, it is probably advantageous.
1: Advantageous.
0: A planner for the destination in the mountains with you know, because they're well versed for right. Using these locations and knowing the logistics of those things.
1: Well, that's yeah. I mean, you it, it goes in with wanting to hire local vendors. Um, you know, if you have a planner or you want to do it yourself, or I should say, if you have a planner in your area that you want to bring them in, they might not know anything mm-hmm. about, you know, the way that. <laughs> Having a hard time with words today.
0: No worries. You know, and it, it they'll are just a valuable asset in organizing everything because they have the knowledge, they have the context, they have, you know, pretty much everything to get you from point A to point B. Right. And if it's that hour and a half and you know, who knows? We'll we'll do like what you call a scavenger hunt on the way. <laughs> oh, I want to do that. <laughs> God. Stop at this bar, stop at that bar. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Bar hop to the to the hotels. I know, I know. And we're just, you know, helping you get creative because
1: um we just know. We well, we are very and familiar that's. With the ones. I mean we work at a lot of these venues and in the area. So we know what the distance is. There might be a road. There's a road down here that it looks like it's a quick shot from Hamilton to Phillipsburg. No. Well, do not take that road. Because it's a single wide road off the side of a cliff, oh, and half that the time, would be it's, and half the time it's washed out. So don't like don't oh, take that. But if you don't know that, and you your know, GPS is telling
0: you to go there,
1: right? Oh my gosh! So okay, um, 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 inform your guests in advance. So make sure that you give your guests. Um, ample notice about the destination wedding especially if it requires travel because we all know travel is kind of a a mess right now Mm -hmm. so you want to make sure that you send the save the dates you know typically you send them eight months i think nine months for save the date should be fine but you'll want to send invitations you know with all the final details probably four or five months ahead of time yeah we hope we hope yeah. But you want to make sure that you, you know, get your web page up with all your um, transportation, lodging options, and any kind of preparations they might need to take. You know, as yeah, far as, that goes hand in hand
0: with your save the date. You know, once you have that website, that's a huge deal in regards yeah. to updating and just a point of reference.
1: I love this one. I love this one because I have a story. Okay. Embrace the mountain theme. Please, if you decide that you want to get married in the mountains, do not tell your planner that you want a Southern California beach vibe. (laughs) Because I'm
0: not not hauling any sand in. No way. (laughs) I mean,
1: it it can happen. I actually had a bride who um she was coming in from out of state. And everything that she said, you know, everything's just so rustic there. And I'm like, well, it's the mountains. <laughs> and yeah, well, there's just a lot of wood. And everything looks oh outdoorsy. And I'm like, yep, that's why people have their wedding in the mountains, because they like that. She's like, well, we could do something that's just like kind of an L.A. beach theme. And I'm yeah. like, how, LA. <laughs> how are we going to do, I mean, I'm like, well, the only way that we can do that is, I mean, we can get a tent and transform it into, you know, a beach setting, but that's going to cost a lot of money. Oh my gosh. So if you want a California, LA beach wedding, have your wedding in California. If you want a vineyard winery wedding. Yeah. Okay. We have wineries here. I know, but. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, don't And it, if it, you're if you're trying to create a
0: beach yeah. wedding in the mountains, a Just, cause you're you know miles or, above
1: sea or level. I I had I had another that she wanted like a modern city wedding, like a oh, city vibe. Mm. And I'm like, Well, what kind of city vibe are you looking for? She's like, you know, like New York. And I'm like, Well then you should probably get married <laughs> in New York because oh, yeah. I can't it's I can't create Right. I can't create skyscrapers in, in no. out here. So I, um, I think the closest you're going to get is Denver.
0: Mm, really?
1: True. Yeah. I mean, Salt Lake next. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're
0: looking at mountain elevation, I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Crazy. crazy. But, but yeah. you
1: know. Use what's what's already there. And because it's so beautiful and the scenery and the mountains, and if you do it the right time of year, there's snow on the mountains, you won't have to spend as much on decor, you know, and we've talked about this in the past. You know, use the beauty that's around you and yeah. enhance enhance everything. Don't cover it up.
0: You know, they call it the, the flora and the fauna, and you can you really create more of like a fairy
1: tale. Yes. Okay. One thing about the guest in advance that I forgot to mention is your GPS comment is oh, to make God. sure that um GPS doesn't always isn't always right up here. Yes. Um Google sure. does not know everything. Siri, mm, she's mm-hmm. questionable sometimes. So you know, just double check when you when you plug in an address uh just double check it and if you're hosting give the old-fashioned directions just in case so. you know
0: and it, i think it's very beneficial to the parents uh, yeah you know and and grandparents they like that handwritten gps kind of <laughs> springs them
1: out and um having a piece of paper in your hand is so much remember cool. do you remember back in the day when we used to go to like MapQuest? Oh, and like yeah, type in and then print out all the pages. <laughs> no, yeah. I know. you just do me a travel planner and they oh. give me a book. Oh, yeah. I was going to say we used to do trips um, with my grandparents and, you know, they had the big Rand McNally yes. list. Yeah. Map thing, like and it's a, like when you change state, when you cross the border, you had to like look for the next state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's on and, they, and they and they had everything like marked along the mile markers and yes. stuff. I highlighted. <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry, folks, we're a little bit um. Aging ourselves. Well, you know. All right. So the other thing that you want to do, and the last thing on our do list, is plan outdoor activities. So you're choosing a mountain destination. So plan activities in that in the outdoors so that you guys can enjoy it um hiking horseback riding a gondola ride which if people don't know what a gondola is because i know when people say gondola you think of italy and the you know no the it's a it's an enclosed car that rides up the ski yeah
0: it's kind of like you're it's like your chairlift, but closed, enclosed, but enclosed. Chairlift. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That happens a lot out here. Of course, ours are more chairs, and you're out
1: in the elements. <laughs> Do you know who has really nice gondolas? <laughs> Duh, Aspen. Oh, there you go. Let's go. Up oh there. my God, we we went up um, Aspen Mountain, and it was the first time I'd ever been on a gondola. So I, you know, my expectations were were set, oh, yeah, right yeah. off the back. And I got in it and I was just like, oh my God, it was like heated and like there was music and it was just, it was fantastic. So I, um, that set the
0: standard there.
1: I rode up and down it like all day long. Just <laughs> that's what I did. Anyway, so, you know, take advantage of some of this outdoor, um, whitewater rafting is huge. Um, yeah. You all you have know, a, there's- yeah, then then there's mountain biking. Because mountain make, biking. You bring the bicycles up, and then you get to ride them down, which yep. is kind of cool. So and obvious. I believe, and I just want to say, there's a podcast on <laughs> activities to do if you you know need some ideas. Yes, for that. All right. So those are all... Here. Do what? We can be your
0: activity director.
1: <laughs> I like that. Activity director. I love it. Okay. Here are things that you don't want to do. <laughs> do you want go ahead, go ahead. You can oh, you can God, do the first one. Know. Well, you definitely want to make sure
0: that you look at the, all the regulations because the permit process for any type of national park at least, mm-hmm. they're gone in a heartbeat. I mean, even that-
1: but even the local state um they
0: parks, yeah. they
1: have regulations too.
0: So you know, just Cause I get a lot of phone calls that go, I'm going to get married next week. And, you know, can you help me? And so forth. And I go, do you have a permit? And they go, no, do I need yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. And it takes a little bit of time to fill those out. And then sometimes they treat it like the lottery.
1: Yes. Yep. Yep. They do. But there's also, I mean, yes, there's the parks, but you have to look at the county to see, you know, if you're going to be serving alcohol. You know, there's alcohol permits. There's, you know, based on where you are. I know here, um, you know, there's there's specific rules and regulations that you have to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 what is it called? Oh, my God. You mean your picnic permit? No.
0: Well, here, if you oh want my to have Lord. open, con- not open containers.
1: No, oh, not okay. the open containers, the noise ordinance. Oh, my God, the decibels. So there's a noise ordinance in a lot of places, especially if it's if the venue is in a residential kind of area or if there are neighbors Um, up on Whitefish Lake. There's Whitefish Lodge. And because there are houses on the lake, you don't think you're like, oh, well, the house is all the way over there. But when you get married on a lake, sound travels. And then some. And then oh, some, my gosh! Yes. so you have to, you know, you have to, you have to shut it all down. Uh, usually it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, depending on where you are. I so, know I've,
0: I've, I've come up against um, the decibel portion of challenges and mm-hmm. I don't, you know, when you get educated, when, when, hello, <laughs> when you find out what the decibels are, sorry, folks, I'm like a loss for words as well, only because I was so challenged and I'm going, your your regular conversation is at sixty five DBs. And that's okay. where they want the music.
1: And I said oh, that's impossible. That's impossible. You I know? actually have an app on my phone that measures the decibels just in case. So I can go yeah. around and you know,
0: I know and I don't play know
1: decibel police.
0: Yes. So those hand dryers in the bathroom mm-hmm. blows up my phone. I mean it really? blows up my, my watch because it's huh. too loud.
1: So there you go. Okay. A little bit of decibels, folks. Decibels. So Big just time. so laws and permits do yes. your research do a major research. do not underestimate the power of the weather and <sighs> we talked about this um last month with the spring thing yes it's it's so unpredictable um take today for instance i've had you know it's rained we had a little bit of hail the sun's out It'll probably do something else in another hour. You just just don't know. i going to get rain. I got
0: a little warning.
1: Rain coming. So what I do is, let's just say, for example, your ceremony is at four o'clock. I will put a time. I usually do it two o'clock to say that's the rain plan decision. So if we think that there's going to be weather and, and. On the Like the week of the wedding, I'm constantly looking at the weather to see mm-hmm. what it's going to do. And then the day of the wedding, I like watching radars. And that gives me um, kind of a, an indicator on the backup plan. So I've got a wedding coming up in two weeks that is the ceremonies in one location and the receptions in another. Well, the ceremony outside and there is no backup at all at that venue. So the backup that we have is at the reception venue. Um there's a couple different buildings on site. So we're going to actually set up a building, you know, set up a ceremony site inside one of the buildings just in case. Because y- you just don't know. Um but again with that, like we've said before, if you're watching it, wait 5 minutes or 10 minutes and it might pass. So um but just make sure that you have backup plans if you're having a wedding in the summer please i know we've said this before do not get a clear top tent because all you're going to do is cook the people under it so do not do that i know they're pretty i know the clear top with the lights and the stars i mean i know it's gorgeous but if it's June, July, August, they're probably won't even rent them to you because it does get hot. Um, The sun is more intense up here because of the altitude, which we're going to talk about coming up, but you know, I just, so you just, you really have to make sure that you're prepared. People think, oh, it's up in the mountains. It's not going to get hot. No, I mean, we've had hundred degree weddings before. And, you know, we've rented fans, we've rented, gosh, oh, just make sure you have some shade. I know. And, you know,
0: and, and with that weather, wind, oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm. No how powerful these, these oh winds are
1: here. So if you're having, yeah, kills if you're having an outdoor wedding, oh, see, another story. This <laughs> is, we had an outdoor wedding and, the the mother of the bride, bless her Heart, had these little uh, mason jar glasses, and she had these little paper straws with this tag on it that, you know, had the couple's names on it and the date. They were cute as a button. I mean, they really were. Yeah. But when you're outside, it's paper, and the wind yeah. would come by and blow everything away. Mm-hmm. And then she would get mad because the wind blew all her stuff away. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. Um don't don't do that because <laughs> it's going to it's going to it's going to go away. It's going to fly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um you know vases with flowers.
0: Oh gosh.
1: Yes. You know, if something's that's another reason why not to have big tall arrangements because the wind comes by it's getting knocked over. Um to mention your linens that we your always Your linens. Keep- so one of the things that we do here's a little trick. They have linen weights. There's some linens that have them built into the linen um, mm. that you can get. I don't think anybody runs them around here that I know of, but it's um, there's a hem in the linen that's full of like has has like um, little pockets or something. Yeah, it's it's weighted, and then nice. it'll keep the the linens from blowing all over the place you know so that's it that's if, that's if you, you have, have long your, ones and then you have your tent that takes it lifts,
0: offs. It take, lifts off it just takes lifts off
1: oh goes. we had up at the lake a couple years ago we had a tent wedding up there chandelier the whole flipping 9 yards and a big storm came in the night before and everything ended up in the lake so yeah it was I, I just remember thinking, "Oh my gosh, what what am I going to do with this?" But everything was fine. The next day, cooled down, you know, calmed everything down. I went and swimming, and you got all the stuff out. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, but by the time I got there, um, the 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 father of the bride fixed everything before oh, nice. I got there. So I was like, "You're my hero today."
0: No kidding, that's fabulous.
1: Okay, transportation logistics.
0: Hmm.
1: One of our favorite topics. Uh, transportation it. so hard. Just make sure that you have you know, let's start with we're not in a city. So if you're having a mountain truly if you're having a wedding truly in the mountains, you're not going to have as many options um you know we use school buses a lot because school buses will go on dirt roads Uh, motor coaches will not um so just that's one of the questions to ask when you're setting up transportation and this is why your planner the local planner comes in really handy because they can kind of guide you because they know what venues will allow what transportation. So you have to think of what kind of road is it? How big is the road? Is there enough room for the bus or vehicle to turn around? Um, How far away is it? You know, keep in mind that if it's outside city limits, you may have your last bus leave earlier than you would if you were inside city limits. There's all kinds of, of things so, you know, also check with your vendors, because if your vendor, say your caterer has a trailer, a food trailer, they have to know what kind of, you know, what they're getting into. Most of them know. I mean, they've been around the block a couple of times. So got anything else on transportation there?
0: No, I mean, you you covered it. I mean, it's such a, it's such a big deal. I mean, when you're thinking about really making it convenient for your guests transportation if you have the budget for it and or find the funds to do it
1: I would highly recommend that you do that. We just got Uber and Lyft not too long ago. Oh nice. Yeah. So um when they first came out in the Missoula area, I did I did a couple things where I would hire them for the night and then they would be on call. So they would just be able to take people back and forth whenever they needed, but shuttles. Um, you know, get creative mm-hmm. with your transportation. Um, car dealerships sometimes rent vans and stuff, so that's another. That would be nice. Oh my
0: god! I know. Gotta have, gotta have that. I mean, you know, we do have, believe it or not, in here in the Alpines area. We have a Uber. One. One. <laughs> we utilized her for everything and anything. I think up in Jacksonville, you do have we do have a little bit more transportation opportunities.
1: And then we have free free busing, but
0: you know, that's so on their schedule. Yours.
1: We've got um I guess under transportation, you can also talk about, you know, if you've got a venue that's really spread out, and there's a couple that are really spread out. Um, up around the glacier area, there's a transportation company that rents golf carts and stuff and ATVs. So that's another thing, especially if you have um, elderly guests and from where the buses are dropping off or the cars, the parking is to where the ceremony location is, is rough ground. If it's far away, you may want to consider some sort of golf cart or atv or something to transport we had one that was in the middle of a of a field so you know there was that and we actually had a tractor with a a flatbed that oh, fun. we kind of went around and everybody got on the tractor flatbed and, sure their dresses don't
0: get dirty but yeah
1: yeah yeah so it was kind of fun um Altitude. Let's talk about altitude. No kidding. So the very first thing that people don't realize with altitude is the air is thinner. And you need to drink way more water than you think you do. Altitude sickness is a real thing. And if you start doing that, take an aspirin, drink water, and you should be okay.
0: Um, yeah, because I, you know, I didn't really want it share this with the listeners, but I recommended or highly recommended my guests that were coming up to Montana to take aspirin for seven days before they came out. Yeah. Because yeah. I made them, I made them climb about 2000 feet. Right. To where they wanted to get married, but you know.
1: Yes. So it's just, you know, you have to, it's a different, it's a whole different ball game uh, depending on where you're going. Now there are some, you know, obviously in Colorado, um and utah the elevations are a little bit higher than in montana like i was kind of surprised in in colorado it's typically it's probably around six seven eight thousand feet and around here it's between three and six so depending on where you are um but yeah you have to stay hydrated and you will, t- people will tell you, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Keep, everybody has a water bottle, everybody. And that's why, because even those of us who live at high elevations, we still, I mean, I can tell if I don't drink enough water, it's, you know, so if, if you have that, oh, well, I'm only supposed to drink, you know, eight to 10 glasses a day. No, that's for sea level. Yeah. Up yeah. The that other thing about being at a higher elevation is the sun is more intense so you're more apt to burn easily when if you don't usually burn you may burn um you know the airs
0: you do i mean i'm at about 6300 feet that's where i live yeah and just yesterday you know just a little bit of sun came out Mm -hmm. i was wearing a hat and rick looks at me and he goes You know, you're getting sunburned. I was out there in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And it was, what, 58 degrees? But the sun was out.
1: Right. And that's the thing. I mean, it can be relatively cool, but that sun is seriously intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's why there's like hats and water Mm -hmm. bottles. Those are the two things that Uh I think just if you want to do favors for your guests, water bottles and a hat.
0: Oh, you know what? It makes me think about a theme. I want to do the hat thing.
1: Oh gosh. You
0: know, and hats and all that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That's it.
1: Well, um, and if you have, so if you know that there is someone who has asthma or, um, COPD or, or some kind of respiratory issue, Make sure that they get oxygen that they bring with them. Like I said, I mean, the air is thinner. It is harder to breathe um, at first. I mean, it, it usually takes, what, three, four days to yeah, get acclimated and then you'll be fine. But, you know, it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing to have a little bit of oxygen there for people who aren't used to this. And that well, may- they
0: sell those bottles.
1: Mm-hmm. That's I know. Oh, oh my gosh. We they have, have that as a favor, huh? Do we have though, I think we have this here. There's oxygen bars.
0: Yes. Oh, I I remember goodness. going to Park City and, and going to an oxygen bar because I'm like,
1: oh. That would be a great activity to take everybody to. I'm there. Oxygen bar. Okay. And then the last thing that we have. To talk about today on this topic is safety. So obviously, safety should always be the number one priority. Whether you're hiking, you're doing an outdoor ceremony, any of your activities, always make sure that you have a plan to keep people as safe as possible. Have a first aid kit, um, walk the area to make sh- you know, to, to see if there's any potential hazards and fix them before they happen. Um there's a venue that is outdoors and there's a road that kind of goes down into where the river is. And it's just it's slippery. It, it drops off really quick. So, you know, we put railings up so that, you know, people know do not go on that side of of the road because if you fall and slip and end up you know unconscious in the river that's bad so we don't want that to happen no but, but yeah I always, yeah i always have a, an emergency kit on hand and yeah. um, and that's why and that's why you do the walkthrough oh gosh yeah and if you can't and that's you know people think the walkthrough is just for you know decor yeah. and, and logistics but Especially if you're a destination wedding and you can't get out there, you know, that's what that planner, the local planner is going to do is go to the location, scope things out. And even if they've done a wedding there 400 times, they're still going to go because things might change. Mm-hmm. I had a wedding at a, at a venue that I do all the time. And the day before the wedding, they had a pipe break. And there was this big hole that was just there and, mm-hmm. you know, it was a hazard. So yeah. I, you know, I had to make sure that, you know, we blocked it off and, and put signs up, like, don't play in the hole. Um, cause yes, you have to do that. So it's just, cause you never know things can happen at the last minute, but, and they like to change things too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden they're building, oh my gosh. Oh, I got to tell the story. Okay, I know. I'm full of stories today. I can't really speak, but I've got stories. Uh-huh. I was having, I had a wedding at Anaconda, Montana. <laughs> Anaconda what? And, <laughs> sorry. That's and that's awesome. the, it was on private property. And they were, they actually built a pond with this structure that was built into the pond so that if you went downstairs, you were going to be able to see the fish in the pond. And then on top of that, it was going to be a deck that went out over the pond and that's where they were supposed to get married. Oh, okay. So initially we did the walkthrough and they were filling everything up and they're like, you know, we've got a month. I'm like, okay, but let's do a backup just in case. And they're like, Nope, we've got this. And I'm like, well, Okay. The day before the wedding, we were doing the rehearsal where we, the couple walks out onto this deck over the pond and it collapses. Oh, goodness. So we had to come up with a plan B. Nobody got hurt in the process, oh, but goodness. I was just like, oh my gosh, it would have been so pretty, but they ended up getting married next to the upper pond which had a waterfall that nobody could hear but you know it's it's fine (laughs) there was a water feature always there was a water feature so yay very cool oh lord so okay do you do you have any other do's or don'ts that you want to hit before we i mean you know we've talked about the whole theme and you know natural for
0: me is keep it simple and use what the beauty that you have your wedding in
1: love it Yeah. And I think just, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So Mm -hmm. it's super important that if you haven't been to the location that you talk to somebody local that does know what they're talking about um, and they can help you.
0: So yeah, I like that because I do get a lot of couples that look on the Internet and that's how they pick their they select their venue straight off the Internet. Right, and I'm the boots on the ground, and I go, oh, I wish you would have called me first.
1: Yeah, because you, you know, people are going to pick the best pictures too. Of course, and the yeah. pictures don't always show a true representation of what that looks like. So no, you know, it's like with anything.
0: I mean, I they just take the best of the best, and then all of a sudden you, let's say you walk backwards about fifty feet mm-hmm. and get the overall look. Right. Right. And, and you then you're like, your store, you don't know what's across the street. Yeah. I think Google has that 360 thing, but
1: still. It's but still old. it's not, it's, but there's also things like if the, the, the venue staff or if there's certain um, vendors that are not necessarily easy to work with or that they have very specific guidelines that they use. Mm -hmm. um some are amazing some have so many rules that and it's not for any other reason than they've been burned so many times that you know they're they're trying to to cover their ass basically so you know but you should know that if the caterer requires that you need to if you have a, a guest count of a hundred and you have a buffet and you've got two proteins that you need a hundred of each because they're not going to divide it up because, you know, something's happened in the past. You need to know that ahead of time before you, you do that. Because with caterers, most of the time you have to book them before you do the tasting. So, you know, um, that alone should be a, a, yeah. a thing. So morning, morning, morning. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what's that show? <laughs> Warning, danger,
0: danger, Will Robinson, danger, 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 Mil- um, what whatever his name is, Robin, Will
1: Robinson, <laughs> Will Robinson. There we go, Will Robinson. Okay, got. It. Okay, so keep all these do's and don'ts in mind, and you'll be well prepared to plan your destination mountain wedding and create a truly unforgettable experience for both you and your guests. There, that's my, there my hallmark thing. I love it. All righty. Okay. So Patricia, if anybody has questions or anything, can they, can they contact us? Oh my gosh. So first
0: of all, I would love it if all of our listeners would download us and leave us a review of some sort, or even just a comment. We'd love that, but you can really find us on anywhere. You would listen to your podcasts.
1: Anywhere. Anywhere. But you can and also if you don't, and if you don't find us on a pod on a on a platform podcast platform, let us know. Yes, please let us know. But we would love to hear from you, you know, the good, bad, and the ugly. Um, good, the and bad if- and the ugly. You can email us at yeah. hello at mountainbedding yes. or hello at Mountain Wedding Solutions. Hello. And um, but you know, type in comments, go to our website. Uh, mountainweddingtalk.com leave a comment you can go on social media instagram all of them facebook absolutely and and we
0: love for you to be a guest on our show yes.
1: Just yes. come talk to us be part of our crazy it'll be fun
0: yeah absolutely <laughs>
1: Mountain Wedding solutions you know you can you can play with so before um we went on i found all the filters and stuff for zoom because we're we're we go we record on zoom so that patricia and i can um talk to each other and see each other and i found all the filters and the emojis and the avatars and all that stuff so um you can like turn yourself into a cat and talk to everybody while we while we record it'll be fun so okay that's all i have
0: i know so it's been a pleasure um, thank you all for tuning in. I hope to see you or <laughs> I, hope to, yeah, I know. I hope to have you all back back. To have a thing then and you know, and I will learn my English language on the next next time that we record. But thank you, Erica from Lolo, Montana. Montana. And Patricia from I don't know, Jackson, Wyoming, Star Valley Ranch, you name it, I'm there. All right. It's been a pleasure. All right. Ciao. See you all next week. Bye. You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.